What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with Vershawn Jackson on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Musselman from the Razorbacks. Mm. Mark Targin. John says, here are some possible names. Scott Sutton, son of Eddie Sutton at Oral Roberts. Steve Alfor at New Mexico. Maybe. Just wanted to see what you guys thought, because I couldn't tell you anybody. Mom, I still go back to T. Lou. Come home, mm. T. Lou. Come home, T. Lou. If only. I think. Yeah, I think he's. I think is it. First of all, he's an NBA guy, so I think his his uh, opportunities are going to have to dry up in the NBA before he comes back. But who knows? I mean, if the Clippers, <laughs> you don't want to cheer against him, but I suppose maybe um, it's kind of the same situation with Matt Rule. But if the Clippers uh, can't put it together and have injuries again, maybe they'll give up on Tron Lou. But I would have. I mean, he's so respected in the NBA. I think he'd get another NBA job if he wanted it. But you know, maybe eventually he wants to come back to Nebraska. Stetson Bennett arrested, public intoxication. Mm. You think it hurt his draft status? I don't think it's. Uh, I I don't think it's too bad. I I know we all want to pile on. You call him a kid, but he's like twenty six. But uh, you know, you always want to pile on and, and say it's going to hurt him. I mean, he's he's celebrating his you know a great time in his life. Um, you know, sometimes it, I I understand showing up and and that part of the newspaper is never good. But sometimes you have to kind of look into what it is and public intoxication. That, to me, it's not the worst thing in the world. Do you know what you got to do to get a public intoxication ticket? <laughs> you got to probably make quite a scene a little. Get bit. Get arrested, there. not just you got arrested for public intoxication. Mm. I mean, he could have been belligerent. I've seen guys publicly intoxicated, and it ain't a pretty sight. And you know what, man? You got to be careful. Um, a friend of a friend, um, a friend of mine whose older brother we knew, you know, he was a, a drinker, man. And, and uh, you know, he, he got 
he got wasted, I guess, and, and he went outside, man, and didn't make it back. Mm. You know, so especially when it's cold, not that it's cold where Stetson Bennett is, but I'm just saying, you know, guys like you got to be careful. And especially now when you were you on your way to maybe getting the opportunity to go make millions of dollars, um, that counts. You can't, you can't, I, l- listen, I'll give you an example. Uh, um, Fonzo Denard. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, oh, yeah. I mean, that whole situation, he was a potential first round draft pick and maybe it wasn't his fault at all, but you can't control what other people do. And so when you put yourself in that environment, you know, where was, where was his buddies at to say, Hey buddy, you had enough, you know, where was the voice of reason? Who is the guy on the team that kind of, you know, and, and I'm not saying that not on the team, but that's on his team. Like Team Stetson, Bennett. Yeah. Not Team Georgia no more because he's on the bigger and, and, and better pasture. So um, it could, it, it couldn't. We'll see how it goes, even if he was celebrating, you know, because now they start to look at you like, okay, he can't control his liquor. Yeah, and he's he's such an interesting case altogether for the NFL. I know I think Mel, Mel Kiper Jr. had him as a mid-round pick, maybe third or fourth. Um, you know he's not gonna he's not gonna wow you at a lot of the a lot of the you know the combine type of stuff and he's not gonna he's not gonna throw a senior day he doesn't really have anything more to prove he doesn't feel like his best uh, you know prove it type type of moment was those playoffs and and, and you know slinging the ball against Ohio State and TCU but um, it so I, I kind of understand that it it might it might hurt a little bit to me I don't know maybe it's just it, to me it, it, I don't I don't see too much of a problem again like you said maybe it, obviously if you're a team you want to do a little digging you know see what this public intoxication charge was from i mean was it just that the guy couldn't stand up and you couldn't you know could get him on his feet or get a ride or something um or like what does it take to get that charge so that's a good point that i didn't hadn't thought about i was just kind of thinking yeah guy drunk in public i've seen it you know a hundred times or whatever uh but uh <laughs> he probably had to do something to get the ticket out of it um Whoa, unless he, it was just a cop be- trying to make a name on the way up or something i don't know Right though, but he, I mean, he had to be doing something. You know what I'm saying? To, for the police to put him in cuffs, you knew they knew where he was at, who he was. Yeah. Right? They knew who he was. And they, they, so I would imagine in that situation, they probably gave him a couple of opportunities. You know what I mean? Like, hey, calm down. Hey, Stets, calm down, bud. Yeah. No, I didn't see the video. There's a video. He tried to run from the cops. Oh, man. Seven six one one. You what have you done? I think that you, might be. I'm not sure if that's uh, Stetson Bennett. There was a video a few years ago. I think it was. See, I don't want to say the right name, but another quarterback prospect that was um, that had kind of a fling the police type of moment uh, as you know a drunk and disorderly. But I don't know if that's the video. I think that's a, a joke. He no. He was in. So he was in. Uh, a lot of people. Don't he was in. Sorry, he was in Dallas when this happened. Yeah. See? See, that's what I'm saying. These guys go to these other cities and, uh, oh, he tried to run. Ooh! <laughs> wow! Uh, bro. That was a bro moment. Bro. Listen. Whoever the cop was absolutely annihilated Stetson Bennett. <laughs> so what I'm telling you, I don't think that's the Stetson Bennett video. I think that that's a that's a what? Uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure if that's Stetson Bennett. What are you talking about? Are you watching it? 
No, I've just seen it before on Twitter that people were kind of retweeting it. I believe it. God, I just don't want to say the wrong name. I believe that might be was it Baker Mayfield that got in trouble the year? Somebody got in trouble with that. It was the same video is, is the problem. Oh, that's Baker Mayfield. That's I think Baker. that's Baker. It's, it's, yeah. Baker Mayfield. yeah, but that's still, that's still, that tackle was nasty. <laughs> it was. <laughs> that was, hey, dude, That whoever that is, I'm talking about he straight destroyed him into the concrete. Great textbook tackle. Now, that might have been, when, this, when did this happen with Baker Mayfield? I believe that was the year before he came back. For his final season, I'd have to go back and look. Um, for his final season in college, mm. and then you got to think, man, this dog on Stetson Bennett looks so unassuming. You know what I'm saying? Like you would never know, you would never know that that Stetson Bennett unless you know it's Stetson Bennett, because he looks <laughs> like just a everyday uh, average yeah. cat. Yeah, he's not. He's not like big or anything. He's just a. In fact, he he would had an nil deal with Raising Canes. Did you see that? He, even after he won the um, championship, he did like I don't know what it was a half an hour, or maybe it was just a you know a quick get a video or whatever, where he was working the Raising Canes drive through and he got chicken. And and I don't again, I think if you're in Georgia, if you're in Athens, a lot of people probably just really got excited for that. But I'm sure there's a few people that went through the drive through and didn't think anything of it. It was like oh yeah, normal guy giving out chicken. Well, here's what we know. The arrest happened around 6 a.m. Sunday in Dallas. Okay. Officers responded to reports of a man banging on doors. So he was drunk, hollering, yelling, and banging on doors like a buffoon. Dallas police determined he was intoxicated. Now, that might be different than drunk. That's probably another level than drunk. Mm. Intoxicated. In, it, it looked that word up. That's a big word. Intoxicated, right? Um. <laughs> uh, Bennett was arrested, taken to the city detention center, the detox. That's what they used to call it in Lincoln. When you get, or when you are publicly drunk in Lincoln, back when I went to school, they take you to detox, and let you sit it out. I don't know if they give you a ticket, though. I don't think they gave you a ticket, but they would take you to detox. I don't, I, I don't know how that worked. I just kind of vaguely remember guys being drunk, getting nabbed by the police. You know, probably sitting on benches, drunk, messing with people. And then they take them to the detox center where they get to sleep off the intoxication. Now, intoxicated, is that, is that intoxicated? Is that, that's not necessarily drunk. Yeah, well, I tell you what, that's what Captain's going to do because I'm in the rare room. We're going to look that up. <laughs> oh, well, it says drunk or under the influence of drugs. Affected by alcohol or drugs, especially to the point where physical and mental control is markedly diminished, yeah. especially drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it says, man. Oh, gosh. Downtown Scott says, yeah, the one video running. Uh, it's loading. Sorry, Downtown Scott. Yeah, that video of, of I'm telling you, Baker Mayfield, man, I would laugh off of that a thousand times. Every time I see him get tackled like that, <laughs> I just want to rewind it and – Take it from the top. Okay. All right. So Kirk from Georgia says this. He was drunk and the Uber driver dropped him off a block from the place he was staying at. He was knocking on the door and the cops got called. The video is now Stetson. That was Baker Mayfield. 
Yeah, Stetson didn't run. Yeah, from what I was reading, too, it's not clear whether he was the one banging on doors, but, yeah, I mean, you have to assume. Unless they <laughs> so someone was banging on doors and they showed up and they just saw a drunk Stetson Bennett and was like, oh, let's take him, too. Um, I assume he was. Hey, Billy, hey, Billy Bennett says even Ozzy Osbourne got arrested in Texas for peeing on the Alamo, though. Well, yeah, you got some, you got some big ones if you want to do something like that, huh? <laughs> you probably should get arrested for that. Nah, no, this that's not Stetson. That's not Stetson. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a four fifty-five meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ooh, I didn't see it. Danny, did you see Danny Woodhead tweet yesterday about the Chiefs game? What did he say? I didn't see that. Because that was our next items up for bids before we get out of here is to talk about the Chiefs and the Bengals. Do we think that the refing is getting out of hand? And do we think that Kansas City cheated their way into that game? Should Cincinnati have won the game? Because Cincinnati committed some dumb, boneheaded things too. Thoughts on that, Bob? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there were a few questionable calls, the intentional grounding. Um, I don't think the the final, the push out of bounds, you know, I know that people are saying Patrick Mahomes uh, was kind of an acting job. His foot got hit there. 
um, at the end. And uh, so I think that's what kind of led to him to him falling over. And, uh, you know, Joseph Asai, the young man that, that was pushing him, I mean, crying. I mean, it was just, just a kind of a tough moment to see somebody like that cost your team. Um, and, 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 he, and he knows it. But I think the flip side of that is if you don't make that call, then you're then you're cheating the Chiefs out. You know what I mean? Like, I understand let the players make the plays on the field and swallow your whistle and all that, but if you don't make a call when a guy – I mean, he was clearly out of bounds and, and, and got pushed um, and got ran into in the very least. And, again, I think his foot got caught up there and, and fell over. I think I think you're cheating one, te- one team or the other there at the end. But overall, I mean – on, on in the entirety of it, there was definitely it felt like a little bit of home cooking. It felt like the Chiefs were getting more of the calls there, and um, you know I I don't know what to make of it. I mean, usually Zach Taylor's a pretty mild mannered coach, and he was ballistic on the sidelines. You know, by the end of this game, so <laughs> I think he felt cheated as well. Well, he probably wasn't in on the fix. Yeah, so when you're not when you ain't in on the fix, that a lot of times you you there's nothing you could do. You feel like you're helpless. And these guys are continuing to shove it on more and more and more. And every time something comes up, guess what? You ain't getting the call. And then the guy, the, the linebacker, number 58, that had the dumbest penalty of the game. Throughout, just think about this. Throughout all of that, they still had an opportunity to take it to overtime. And what did they do? They went and pushed the, pushed the quarterback out of bounds clearly out of bounds. But Danny Woodhead said this on Twitter. Interesting. I believe this is Twitter. He says, not Burrowhead, it's referee head. <laughs> Listen, we're going to pause real quick for Station ID. This is Lincoln's home for sports talk on the FM dial. Also online at theticketfm.com. On the internet. KNTK FM first. 93.7 The Ticket. I'm just saying, I mean, I that was man, if if ever they wanted a team, if they ever wanted a team that was to, to make it, I I'm glad the Chiefs were there. I mean, that was the last NFL team I ever played for, so I have a vested interest into the Chiefs. Um, but man, I feel bad for Cincinnati. I feel bad for Zach. Mm-hmm. You know, when you lose, when you over there blowing your top like that. And you're not a guy that blows tops like that. I, he's not that guy, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I, I look at him as a young coach, but for a young coach, he has an old soul because you never see him, like, just going ballistic. Well, that was a ballistic moment. That yeah. was a ballistic moment. I'm sorry, buddy. Yeah, you just got killed. I especially don't understand the uh, the um, the play where he, where Burrow was kind of thrown to his running back, or at least got rid of the ball um, as he was being hit, and they called intentional grounding. And then you know, I, I heard Raf kind of saying earlier too. Then you kind of go back and you not make that call on the Chiefs when it was a you know it was a bad call, but you got to make it even. Um, you know, so it it, it just. Um, it's it's not good, and, and obviously the NBA had their own problem with the Celtics Lakers game and officiating. It's just it's frustrating as a fan when, regardless of what sport you're talking about, um, when that's kind of the overwhelming storyline coming out of a game because um, you feel like you kind of got cheated out of the athletes deciding it on the field more than anything. And um, you know, I, I think that that's. Um, I, I think that you could – it certainly just kind of depends on where you sit, whether you see it. But from a lot of people that were kind of sitting down the middle, didn't really have a rooting interest one way or the other, you know, it's still kind of listening. They felt like, okay, that was that was still the Chiefs. But, again, that's 
that's the, sometimes that's the benefit of getting home field advantage for the playoffs. That's what you know you put the work in for, and obviously for Cincinnati and in and, and, and that game and, and all the stuff with you know the Demar Hamlin game and, and, and Buffalo, um, that was the question. Obviously, they would have played that game on a neutral field had Buffalo made it. So um, kind of interesting to kind of follow that back there. But yeah, I mean, it's I think one way or the other, you have to say Kansas City had a little bit more home field advantage than uh, what you see in a lot of other games. We seem to have forgotten it wasn't too many years ago that a referee was 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 suspended and I think fired for cheating. I I don't and I'm not saying that that's what's going on right now. I'm just saying that Ray Charles could have made some of these calls, man. <laughs> I'm serious. Ray Charles seen it and he he he, he was like that was a block in the back. <laughs> said they also missed a big block in the back on the field in the punt return that set up the Chiefs up for that last drive. Of course they did, uh, Mud Dog. But I mean, too, want- like the Eagles uh, were, were benefited, and this game wasn't close, so you don't have to really kind of think about it. But they're really the big drive you kind of think of the Devontae Smith catch where the ball hit the you know the field, but they gave it. to I mean. There's missed calls in every game. It's tough to say, you know, holding or blocking the back. Um, you know, I, I get it when it's when it's your team or when it's pretty blatant. But um, you know, it, I always give the referees a little bit of a leeway too because they're, there's only a certain amount of them. There's only a certain amount of eyes on the field, and, and they're supposed to, you know, uh, be on top of it. I get that, but there is that's that's the human human element error, uh, human error element, I should say, of it. But uh, again, when it adds up to, to a few too many calls of the human error element, then you start to get the conspiracy. Theory out there and that's why uh the captain you are among a, a few different conspiracy theorists on the nfl no I'm, I'm not a conspiracy theorist on the nfl i'm a realist on the nfl mm. i know that the nfl is scripted and i don't mean that it's scripted in a way that um would determine bets i mean that those script cards that they have what do you think those are if, if someone has 30 plays already written up, they say, okay, I got my whole first 30 plays written up. Isn't that scripted? Yeah. I mean, coach, if I've got 30 plays already plays. written up and I'm yeah. going to run them to the team. Yeah. Well, then that's scripted. Now, whether or not, um, you know, I asked coach Osborne this before I said, coach, you know, did you, I, I never saw you really with a real playbook, you know, a real call sheet. You know, he always had his third down plays and this, but I never really seen him with a real call sheet. And many times I saw him call the game without a play, a call sheet. That meant he knew that what was going on in the game, you know, if he had ran a trap or whatever the case may be, his brain was already thinking, well, what am I going to run if it's third and two? Mm-hmm. I don't think coaches are equipped like that anymore to be able to, call a game without a play card. Now, again, I'm not saying that coaches don't have them. I'm saying there's some coaches that are so good offensively and defensively that they can call a game without looking at a script. 47 dive pass, two delay flat. Cheeseburger says you can't compare the NFL reps to Cryberry LeBron. LeBron flops more than any soccer player. And never mind that traveling. That wasn't called on LeBron. NFL just needs to be more consistent. You're getting real close to exposing that you know the truth that the NFL is rigged there, Big V. 
I did say it. Don't be throwing me under there, 84-44. Pecan Potty missed uh, multiple holding calls against Jones, too. Uh, 6153, the no call on LeBron was bad, but I loved it. It detests the Lakers. I detest the Lakers. And there's nothing funnier than watching LeBron throw a temper tantrum. <laughs> he was on his hands and knees with his hands on his head, crying like a little bleep, 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 bleep. <laughs> 0486, is college scripted too then? College coaches have scripted plays. Uh-oh. I didn't say that either. No, I again, I, it could be. I don't know. I mean, some college teams, the reason that some college teams script their plays, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. What if someone leaks the script? Uh-oh. Well, then you're in trouble. Just saying. I ain't saying. I'm just saying. Listen, fastest two hours in radio is over. Bob, what y'all got on the water cooler? Well, we're going to have Rico in. We're going to talk a little bit. I want to get his thoughts on kind of the Fred Hoiberg stuff going on. Uh, and uh, also, you know, talk a little bit more about this NFL game, how much it means for Nick Sirianni um, and and just kind of this, uh, you know, the, the Super Bowl matchup that we have. The, it's, a, it's a battle of it's some first there. Uh, so we'll kind yeah. of move forward in that. Hey, listen, shout out to both quarterbacks, Pat Mahomes, and what's the other quarterback from Philly? Jalen Hurts, yeah. Jalen Hurts, man, shout out. First African-American quarterbacks to start in a Super Bowl in the history of Super Bowls. So shout out to that. Uh, Great day. Um, And uh, listen, man, it's cold. But still, enjoy the day. Smile. Hug the person next to you because you never know what they're going through. And if they seem like they need a hug, it's because they need a hug. Bach is looking like he needs a hug. Sorry, Bach. <laughs> Get it from Rico. Listen, this the captain. Holla at your boy. See y'all tomorrow. Tough Talk Tuesday. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.